1: It's Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan on Twitter, 93.7 The Fan, gi- driven by uh, Jim Shorky Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. You can shop all three locations at ShorkyKia.com. I'm Dan Zangrilli. Follow me on Twitter, at Dan Zangrilli. Well, the Savannah Bananas. Let's learn a little bit.
2: It's better than any sporting event I've ever been to. Yeah. Here in Savannah, we've got the number one place to come to and watch baseball. And you don't even need to like baseball, you can have a blast here. <laughs>
1: Daisy is now the official bat dog for the Savannah Bananas. I didn't expect anything like this, and I don't think Savannah expected anything like this. It's just an amazing thing to see, just a success story go from, you know, a little egg to, to, you know, a full-fledged sort of phenomenon. I started trying to learn everything I could about the baseball business, but more about the entertainment business. It's it's, It's not even a baseball game, it's a circus. It's a circus. I don't even know how they did it. I seriously have no idea how you packed Grace the same because I have
2: no idea how they really, really did it.
1: The Savannah Bananas, uh, one of the more innovative sports franchises, perhaps in this country, uh, what they've done, uh, taking the old Savannah Sand Nats in a dilapidated stadium that was affiliated with the Mets, who wound up leaving town years back. And then in February 2016, a Coastal Plain League, essentially College Wooden Bat uh, Prospect League, formed. Uh, but the experience at the ballpark has become second to none. How they've done it, selling out essentially every game uh, since then, where they were just completely uh, handcuffed by facilities and things uh, of that nature, um, uh, prior to the uh, advent of the Savannah Bananas is an incredible story. It's a great brand that has taken off in a very short period of time. So we're happy to be joined on the uh, fan hotline, brought to you by the workers' compensation law firm of Hall and Capitas with the Savannah Sand Nats president on this 4th of July. Jared Orton joins us. Jared, happy Fourth! Thanks so much for squeezing us in. I know Fourth of July for uh, a minor league baseball team or any sort of professional uh, baseball team is just uh, absolutely bananas—no pun intended. So uh, you're making time for us uh, is is all the more meaningful. How are you?
2: Yeah, Dan, happy jo- happy July Fourth to you. Uh, no, I'm excited to talk and share the the bananas baseball crazy circus with everybody today.
1: How did this thing come about, and what was the genesis of it? Because uh, professional baseball in Savannah, one would think on paper that it could work. It, quite frankly, didn't with an affiliated team uh, years prior, but yet um, it, it just took a little reworking, and I know I'm simplifying that. So give me the 30-second elevation elevator speech as to how the elevation occurred.
2: Yeah, you kinda of shared it a little bit. I mean, you know, professional baseball had existed in Savannah since, you know, the twenties. I mean, all the famous players, all the great teams, you know, Babers and Jackie Robinson and Ted Williams and you know, even up into the, the early nineties with the Braves and John Smoltz and Chipper Jones. I mean, some really great players and teams had come through there and then two thousand fifteen basically, you know, it had gone on for a little while, but you know, the professional teams had basically said, you know, if we don't get a new stadium, uh, we're, we're leaving town. And the city kept saying, look, this just doesn't make sense. You know, the stadium's not being filled right now as it is. Uh, we can't just sink, you know, $40, $50, 60000000 million, whatever it is, into a new ballpark uh, and just, you know, hope that, that the fans start showing up. And so in 2015, the, the team there, they said it's, it's over. You know, baseball's dead. Uh, the stadium won't work anymore. The fans won't come. And we had kind of gotten wind of that and, you know, had an opportunity to come to Savannah and put this, you know, college summer wooden bat, lowest level of <laughs> of organized baseball there probably is. And, uh, you know, we had the opportunity to, to, to kind of really get creative with this thing and say, what would it look like to create an experience where the fans just went crazy every single night. And it wasn't that we won or lost. It was about, you know, they they came out, they had a great time. Did we win? Did we lose? What was the score? Who knows? But it was a circus and a baseball game broke out. And so we wanted to just totally flip the script and make it all about the fans, give them great experiences, great, great, you know, food and drink, Great entertainment, and obviously the baseball can take care of itself sometimes as well, so that's kind of where we came into play there in two thousand and sixteen after after professional baseball had left
1: and let's talk about the the marketing genius behind that uh, it's a collective effort certainly your owner is uh one who stands out um what will you guys not do uh, to sell a five dollar baseball ticket <laughs>
2: You know it's really crazy. Um, we we take so much inspiration, not from the sports industry. You know, we think about what is Walt Disney World doing? What are the cruises doing? You know, what's the hotel industry doing? Like we want to take our inspiration. From elsewhere, because we think that's where a lot of innovation can come from. And, you know, you mentioned the tickets. We, the, the, the very first year, we, you know, but like most tickets are five, six bucks to a minor league baseball game. We actually took the opposite approach. You know, we feel like when people go to a big league game or, you know, a, a NFL game or really any game, we feel like they get ripped off. You know, the the, the tickets are whatever, but, you know, the parking is 20, 50, 100 bucks. The, the hot dog is $8. The beer is $12. You know, Sometimes the hot dog is colder than the beer. You know, you never know. Um, and so we said, what if we took a different approach? And what if we made the tickets $18, but what if we included all the food and drink? And so now at a bananas game for 18 bucks, you can get unlimited hamburgers, hot dogs, soda, popcorn, water, chicken sandwiches, cookies, uh, and, and chips for 18 bucks. We want to build ridiculous value into the experience coming to the game. And so we're always trying to break the rules. And Walt Disney, that, that was what he always did and, you know, in the theaters and movies and, and the theme parks. He always wanted to break the rules. And so what we do from, you know, baseball to the entertainment to the tickets, we, think, we look at all the rules that baseball says are supposed to happen. You know, you're supposed to come in, sit down, watch the game, and go home. Well, screw that. We want you standing up, dancing, cheering. You know, our guys are taking their shirts off. Fans are dancing with other fans. We've got a senior citizen dance team. We've got a male cheerleading team. I mean, <laughs> all we think about is what are the rules? How do we break them? And, you know, we're just going to keep doing that as long as we can.
1: All right, so traditional baseball purist here. Uh, I'm fascinated yep. by the business side of sports. $18 for a ticket. They can eat you out of house and home how, speaking of taking your shirts off, how do you not lose your shirt financially? How does that math work?
2: Yeah, it was really interesting. We actually had a a guy that worked with us in the beginning when we were mapping this thing out, and uh, he did a similar concept in in Staten Island, New York, and he said he almost almost did get his shirt ripped off uh, in in Staten Island. They said, we're going to eat you at a house and home on this. But, uh, you know, what's interesting is, what we realized was we're not here to nickel and dime people on, you know, ticket fees and parking fees and shipping fees and, like I said, $8 hot dogs and $7. sodas we're not here to nickel and dime people. And so what we did was we said, what if we could build just ridiculous value into the ticket package? What would make it a no-brainer for someone to say, oh, yeah, for 18 bucks I get all my food and drink? Heck, yeah, I'm in on that. And so we play the value game, and we play the volume game, and then we work with our vendors and our staff and our operations team to say, all right, let's give the fan the best possible product we got. Let's load it up with value. And then on the business end, we say, let's be good financial stewards of our business and cut really good deals with our vendors, and cut really good deals with our operations teams, and teach people how to be frugal, and teach people how to you know map out the food service, and let's get really good on the expenses. And then what happens is when people show up to the park, they've still got twenty, forty, sixty, a hundred bucks in their pocket, and so now instead of buying hamburgers and hot dogs. They're buying beer, they're buying ice cream, they're buying Hmm. merchandise, they're buying cotton candy, nachos, whatever that might be. And so that's kind of how we work it out.
1: Interesting. Brilliant. As we chat with Jared Orton, the president of the Savannah Bananas, Uh, we'll continue our conversation coming up next with Jared. Want to get into some of the craziest things that they've done, uh, how they come up with these ideas. Uh, The Savannah Bananas College Wooden Bat League team uh, has sold out every game that they have Played since becoming a franchise in February of 2016. So do stay with us here on Bucko Talk. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment with Jared Orton, the Savannah Bananas president. After this, Happy July Fourth! Thanks for being with us on what is an absolutely beautiful day in the Steel City. Your flagship station for Pirates baseball, Dan Zhang. Really glad to have you along. Uh, Twenty days from today, we hope to be playing baseball. Uh, and uh, looking forward to, to getting back on the coverage team with uh, the GM, Jack Zorenzik. Bob Pompiani coming up next at 11 o'clock. If you'd like to, you can text him on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, 4129 9370 Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. He's on 11-1. Our conversation continues with Savannah Bananas president, Jared Orton. They are a college wooden bat league team that has sold out every game after attendance struggles, have their affiliated team, Bolton, leave town, the New York Mets, a single A affiliate. Uh, up and left, and and an old stadium has been filled because of the creativity and all of the typical uh, sports uh, business rules being thrown out the window by the Savannah Bananas, uh, who has one of the the strongest minor league, if you will, brands out there with their merchandise sales. And everything that they've uh, attempted to do is uh, zigging as everybody else zags, or or vice versa, I suppose. Jared Orton, their president, uh, is on the line with us. Jared uh you've done everything from uh loaded value tickets eighteen dollars get you all you can eat value uh there are a number of other just simply crazy things that that you've done that has traditional sports marketing folks rolling their eyes or scoffing at what are some uh on the top of the list that you think have been truly extreme
2: <laughs> yeah you know it it it's for for us it is how can we generate, you know, just ridiculous attention? How can we get people talking about this thing? Uh, you know, uh, as P.T. Barnum would say, you know, the uh, w- without promotion, something terrible happens, nothing. And, and we want people talking about this thing. We want people promoting this thing. We want people excited about this thing. And, you know, a couple of years ago, if, if anyone listening is familiar with the city of Savannah, they know that uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade down here in, in Savannah is a pretty big deal people you know the families go back years and years and years and it's a big parade and it's a big weekend and all this stuff and you know we wanted to do a little celebration of St. Patrick's Day at, at the ballpark St. Patrick's Day in July if you will and uh, we were just kind of joking around in the office and said you know you know typically uh, teams you know do a specialty jersey or a specialty cap you know Major League Baseball does the green caps and jerseys uh, you know during spring training and You know, typically teams, you know, minor league teams are famous for their alternate jerseys and all these things.
1: And we said, uh,
2: you know, just kind of off the cuff, well, what if they wore kilts? And we all (laughs) kind of looked at each other, and we all kind of started smiling. And one person kind of looked at another person and said, yeah, what if they wore kilts? And we immediately called our coach and said, all right, sit down. We got an idea for you. We want to play a baseball game in kilts. And he said, as long as our catcher's on board, let's do it. And um, I think we're the only undefeated baseball team, 2-0, and o, that wore kilts.
1: Oh, So you've done it twice. Oh, Not once, but twice.
2: Not once, but twice. <laughs> Jared Orton is yeah. our
1: guest, Savannah Banana's president. Um, you're playing baseball now, because, yep. um, but you're doing so at 50% capacity. Uh, that hurts mm-hmm. uh, when you take what is essentially... An incredible attendance number, 4,100 fans per game. You slice that in half. All right. Uh, adapt, improvise, overcome. What led me to to pick up the phone and, and try to get in touch with you and call you is the uh, frontofficesports.com article that I saw, how your organization is turning to Facebook fan subscriptions for mm-hmm. streaming. So a, a banana insider, uh, which has grown to 500 subscribers, by the way, in yeah. about a week and a half time, 499 per month, that's some pretty good math there to offset the, the, this revenue hit. The platform allows fans to um, support the ages they love with monthly recurring payments. Um, in return, subscribers are getting exclusive content. So essentially, explain what you're doing with your broadcasts, your webcasts, which mm-hmm. is truly groundbreaking
2: yeah you know when all this started coming about uh, you know early March and we shut down our office in in mid march and you know we we spent six or eight weeks uh you know working from home as as everyone else was doing, and you know we weren't we weren't selling anything we we basically said you know we're not gonna try to sell tickets right now we're not gonna you know, that's that's not fair to our fans uh we're not gonna try to push merchandise down their throats you know it's that, just not fair to them you know who who are we in this what what's our brand in this and what we really felt like was You know, we're, we're just supposed to be fun. You know, we're supposed to provide a positive message to people, whether it's on our website or or social media or, you know, maybe an email or or what have you. And so we really, we really had to double down on our creativity and say, all right, during this time when everything's shutting down, when we can't go to the office, we can't be together, how can we still provide that fun entertainment, uh, brand experience to our fans? during this time. And, and, and we were getting a lot of comments saying, you know, I needed this in my timeline today. This, this really lifted me up. You know, I, I love this video. Um, and so we were really focusing on that. And then as it got towards the season, we realized that, you know, like you mentioned, we're going to have to cut the, uh, the capacity by 50%, 60%. And we're going to have to turn away 20, 30, 40,000 fans who were ready to come to games this year, fans that had bought tickets that, you know, had to to lower the number of tickets that that they had for the season. And so as we were going into that, we were like, all right, how do we deliver this bananas experience to fans maybe as they're sitting at home? Or maybe if they never come to a game, or maybe they came to one game a couple years ago and they're still following the team and, and they really want to keep up with what's going on. And so, you know, we started working through Facebook, and, you know, there's this platform that's available to kind of deliver this new experience to them. And so we're we're putting this together, and then that really got our wheels turning on, like, how could we produce a baseball game on TV but make it totally different? You know, no commercials, and how do we change the camera angles, and could we fly a drone in the middle of the field and show the game? And, And you might even like this. You know, all the fans that, you know, you watch a baseball game or you watch a, you know, a football game or whatever, and you're, you know, you're yelling at the screen, that that stupid coach, he's, he's, he's making the wrong decision again. Could we allow the fans who are watching to actually vote or decide on something that will happen in the game?
1: You Managerial know, we, decisions.
2: Yeah. could we Could we put a poll? Could we talk to, you know, could we mic up the coach in the fifth inning And talk to him and then put a poll up in the sixth inning for who's supposed to come out of the bullpen in the seventh inning and literally let the fans decide who's going to come out of the bullpen in the seventh inning or should we hit and run here or should, you know, should we do a pinch hitter? Like, could we actually let the fans watching on the screen decide what happens in the game? That is not happening in sports at all, I don't think.
1: Insiders on this Facebook platform decide which uniforms the team wears. Managerial decisions posted via polls, as you mentioned. This includes choosing which uh, of three pitchers come out of the bullpen. Um, You're going to have uh, players mic'd up during these Mm -hmm. broadcasts. uh, Four players mic'd up, as a matter of fact. Um, And also, you're going to take
2: uh,
1: a drone for an inning and fly it over the field during the broadcast. That's incredible.
2: Right. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's changing that viewpoint and it's bringing the fans into the broadcast and, and making them feel like they're not just sitting at home watching it and, and passively watching it. How can they be actively involved? And that's, you know, using Facebook, you know, fans can, fans can be commenting in live and our broadcaster can, can see that coming through and he can make conversation with those people. I mean, our broadcaster, he was in he was enjoying a beer last night on the broadcast and asking fans what they were drinking at home. And it's just you know that this this different kind of uh, you know breaking down that fourth wall in this sports broadcast is what we're trying to do and bring that to people. And you know it's it's really become a fun thing just to you know we don't we don't have any red tape we don't have anything that's holding us back. Let's try these new things and deliver this experience to people who can't get it. And um, it's been really, really cool to see the response from people. And, you know, 500, 600, almost 700 people have joined us in the first week, and I think it can continue to grow.
1: Savannah Bananas' president, uh, Jared Orton, is our guest, uh, one of the top-selling and most successful in a very short period of time uh, college baseball league brands that, uh, you know, it's essentially a prospect summer league, but they have taken things to an incredibly successful level to the point where I feel, and I'm not sure if, if you're a big Brockmeyer fan here. We just had our final season, final episodes. I feel as if Amanda Peet, uh, Jules James, um, is a character based on essentially the Savannah Bananas ownership staff. Uh, I mean, is there anything to that? I mean, I just see it all kind of coming together.
2: You know, I, I I like that you mentioned a, a TV show because we do feel like, uh, you know, we we feel like there's everyone plays a role in this thing. We feel like everyone's got uh, a character kind of script in this thing. And you know, I, I don't know if you've ever, uh, you know, on Netflix there's the the uh, the show The Batter Bastards of Baseball and. Uh, you know, th- this this idea of bringing together a team, and, and everyone's got, you know, a certain role, a certain character, a certain feel, and everyone kind of plays that to their best ability. Um, Yeah, we, we feel like everyone's got a little piece in this thing, and everyone's got a little different character set, everyone's got a little different vibe, and, you know, there's some people who are totally off the wall, you know, our, our, our owners are, are totally, like, just out there and thinking big. And then you got some people who are behind the scenes and doing quiet things. Um, you got people who are really focused on taking care of the players and the culture and everything going on there. Then you got people like me who are really focused on how we, you know, keep serving more fans and more fans and more fans. And uh, what it comes to is is a really cool, almost theatrical production, uh, almost like a TV show. It's, it's, It's pretty fun.
1: It's an absolute circus, and it's been fun to watch it evolve, and I would like to think that there's a lot of folks that are going to be following your lead as somebody's got to take the risk, somebody's got to be bold, somebody's got to be brave. Uh, Savannah is changing sport, at least uh, that's how I see it going uh, with their brand, with everything that they're doing, uh, and it's only going to grow. And Jared, we're going to have you back on as you do some wild, wacky, zany things, pushing yeah. the envelope and breaking all the rules. We appreciate your time. I know 4th of July is a just a An absolute, I don't want to say nightmare of a day, but you're going crazy today. And thanks for the valuable time that you've given us.
2: Yeah, it's been great. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And, uh, hey, Major League Baseball, get going soon. We'll we'll have more baseball to come.
1: Love it. Until then, you've got the Savannah Bananas. And you can uh, become a subscriber on their Facebook uh, platform. And you can see some just crazy stuff. Jared Orton, Savannah Bananas president, our guest.